short i just came home from the conor mcgregor fight at big buck studio and um his brother-in-law's sister i would call that my sister-in-law you know being mexican and all hispanic we claim everybody but um yeah she got all really irate about it especially when she started winning poker at the end of the night <laughs> her and her sister which is uh buck's actual sister-in-law like bloodwise was shouting out loud how like Wonderwall's the greatest song ever and I was like not really not even the best Oasis song but okay and I hate Oasis but I mean that song's garbage so I decided to play fucking Ryan Adams version of it like I said hopefully you can hear me over the bullshit that's playing on my neighbor's yard in the background I'm outside right now it's uh 12 40 so almost one o'clock in the morning when was it Saturday yeah Sunday morning then technically after the McGregor fight motherfucker broke his fucking left leg backstepping I'm sorry I think Connor won that round and uh, yeah I'm sticking to it I mean I gave the the lady which is the sister-in-law in question her money back because even though I won technically because she bet on Connor and I just was like yeah nobody wants to play against you I'll, I'll bet whoever who I didn't care I really didn't care who won and um, Poirier won technically but I mean even though I was rooting for him technically with money, I wasn't. And uh, yeah, he won through a bullshit fucking thing, just like uh, Sterling. So fuck it. If you watch UFC, you know what I'm talking about. But uh, yeah, she said that was her and her sister's best fucking favorite song ever, Wonderwall. And I was like, that's a garbage song, I'm sorry. Of all the songs from Oasis, who I don't care for as people or musicians, because they just revolt the Beatles and Paul McCartney later on in life. Um, yeah, fuck them. I don't care for them. I was a Blur fan, if you're gonna say, like, UK-wise, you know, because a lot of people that listen to this are all UK fans. Boom. Fucking, I was a Blur fan. I bought the fucking Blur collection series, the box set with the fucking CD singles, the DVDs and shit. I own it. It's fucking awesome. I love Blur. Blur is amazing. <laughs> I should be asleep right now, but... I need to wake up in three hours because I need to go to work at four and it's 12 something. So not even three hours. Oh, one. Yeah, three. So I need to be at work in three hours. But fuck it. This is how much I care. This is how much of a good time I was having. It was Bucks' slash birthday slash fight. When I got to the house, everybody was sober or at least just barely drinking. So they were like, you know, conscious and able to understand conversations. And I basically asked them. I was like, oh, hey, are you ready? And they're like, oh, yeah. And that's how they talk out loud and I mean I've been with a white person before so I'm used to it 
Listen to this shit right here, right now. Hold on. <laughs> that is what Latinos sound like when they're drunk. Uh, Latinos, not Chicanos. Chicanos sing other songs. That's my people. This is straight fucking Latinos. Polite way of saying it. Realistic wise, they're fucking vices. They're cool as fuck though, don't get me wrong. I mean, they lit off fireworks, or at least they're pointing them the right way. Not towards my house. Yeah. yeah. Anywho, like I said, I've been drinking. It was a great day. It was my Monday today at work. I went to work. I was all about it. And listen to these people. And um, it was awesome. I had to watch the prelims. I got paid for watching it. I fucking showed the other guys that were leaving me from work where we crossed over and shit. I showed them the fights. They were all about it. Everything was fucking great. Today's Monday. Ridiculous. My wife's off. So it's, it's a weekend. My Monday is Saturday. For the rest of the people that have weekends off, congratulations. You're no, you're no person. See, I'm, I'm tired. And, I mean, I'm doing this because I care. But, uh, yeah, um, it's my Monday. And, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's all about it. Like, it was awesome. I don't give a fuck. I love working the weekends. It's not that I don't like my in-laws, it's just that I don't like hanging out with them. I don't like hanging out with people. And, I mean, I don't mean that in a shitty way. I really don't. And that's what this episode is about. I went to a party today. I didn't care to talk to a lot of people, but just me being me eventually, like 20 minutes in, maybe a few hours in, because I was drinking the whole time. But, um, everybody was drinking and they had a good time and they eventually like went to the point of, um, you know, not giving a fuck and being like, fuck yeah, dude, this is the best, right? And I love that about drunk people. Uh, my family's all alcoholics on both sides. My dad somehow skipped it. He's a pothead, which is fucking cool as fuck, because, I mean, he showed us the alternative. <laughs> but what I mean by that is, like, literally, like, he showed us that there's something else. Like, you don't have to be like everybody else. And I don't know if he knew that when he did it, but in my head, it showed me that there's an alternate. Because, like, I mean, my family, my mom's side especially, all alcoholics and fucking tobacco people. If they smoked weed, they hid it from us. My dad on the other side would go outside and smoke weed when I was a kid and just be like, hey, don't come over here. Period. He didn't hide it. He just basically said, just don't be near me. Like, you know what I mean? He was responsible about it. He wasn't a dick. I know people to this day, especially now that like everything's legal in California, because that's where I live. Um, and especially in SoCal, like, <laughs> when, lead, when weed became legal as a doctor notice, like, in the late 90s, it was legal out here. Like, that's what I mean. Like, I joke about it, and it's one of my favorite songs off of fucking, um, Schoolboy Q. <sighs> off of Schoolboy Q's album. It's one of the best songs ever. He basically raps about how, like, Blank Face. That's the name of the album. But he basically raps in the fucking title track. I've, I've been smoking weed all the time. I don't know how to motherfucking weed card. Because I don't give a fuck about that shit. And that's, that was like my life. I never got a weed card. I took my father to go get one. I took my brother to go get one. But I, ne- I drove. But I, I never went in and talked to somebody myself. And the reason behind it was like, okay, if that's the law, like, then just give me weed. I'll buy it from you. Like, who cares? I'm a libertarian. I don't give a fuck about real laws. Um, before that, I was an anarchist. And there are ANCAPs, which are 
anarchist capitalist, which basically means like, hey, I'm an anarchist in the sense of like, I don't give a fuck about rules or laws, but at the same time, I understand that I live in a capitalist society, which means that at my own house, I can do whatever I want because it's my land. But if I go to a fucking hotel, I'm not going to be an asshole and fucking do drugs, fuck hookers. Or I'm not, I'm not going to do anything stupid, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to do anything illegal where I can get caught. But at the same time, within my own grounds, in my own area, or I got a party where I know everything's fucking fine, I do dumb shit because that's where the anarchy part comes out of me. And I love it. I, I love the idea that true liberty exists, like... Liberty doesn't exist until you challenge it, you know what I mean? Like, they say that this is illegal, be like, okay, well, I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I've talked about this before. I've done a lot of drugs before. And I don't mean that in the sense of like, yay. I mean in the sense of like, I've just been in fucked up situations where it came up. And I was like, yeah, fuck it. You know what? I'll do it. Why not? And good and bad has happened. I'm not one of those people that promotes drugs in the sense of like, dude, it's awesome all the time. Nah. No, I'm not that guy drugs I always say it up and down you need a situation and a setting you can't be in a fucked up fucking oh shit hold on there's a jam oh, that's a garbage song actually never mind but um I mean that in the sense of like uh, you need to be in a situation where you have control of it and around people that is great like uh, that's why I want my buddy Bucks to fucking do shrooms with me he, he recently talked about his mom doing shrooms she found shrooms at a random fucking uh, SoCal uh, dispensary out here in Purdue. She bought them for like 100 bucks. Prior rip. She probably got ripped off big time. Like, I'm pretty sure what she bought, she could have probably got from one of my buddies for like 50 bucks cash. And the motherfucker would have gave her extra shit. So, that kind of sucks for her. Uh, Mama Bucks, uh, if you're listening, uh, hit me up. I got some fucking people that will price for 100 bucks, they'll fucking deliver you shrooms that are straight out of the ground. Like, you pick the shrooms you want on top of what you thought you bought. But, um, yeah, shrooms are the best drug in the world to me. I love them so much. They make you realize that nothing is important and all the things you care about or worry about or anything are insignificant in the sense as long as you give a fuck and it makes you focus on it. And so I love that shit. Like, that's really eternal. It makes you, it's like the best form of meditation. Like, you, you literally shut down and forget about everything. So I, I love that, and that's why I, lo- I think shrooms are the best drug in the world, hands down. Um, but today's episode is mainly about going out to parties and not wanting to be there, and wanting to leave at any point, because that's what it was today, man. I felt really bad, like, I want to leave a lot. Uh, maybe it was my anxiety, maybe it was just that, like, I'm judgmental, and I, and I feel that when people don't want you around or don't give a fuck, it's like, alright, I'm gonna leave. And I should have left a bunch of times. I should have left, like, at 10.30 when the fight was over. And I didn't. I, I hit up my boy Bucks, and I basically asked him, I was like, hey, bro, it's your birthday. And this is, like, your birthday thing. Do you want me to leave in, like, an hour, or do you want me to, like, stick around for, like, two? He was like, hey, bro, you're good. Fuck it. Let's just... And I was like, fuck it, Eddie, for him. I'll do it. I mean, play poker, which I don't care for, because, A, I'm not good at it. I understand how to play, but I just don't care. This is we're playing for, like, fucking ten bucks or five or lower. Like, I really don't care, dude. And it's kind of funny, because his in-laws are all about it. They're like, fuck yeah, if I got money, it's money. And, um, <laughs> one of his in-laws fucking won. She won, like, twenty bucks on one hand. She was all about it, dude. And it was fucking hilarious, because there was a Filipino dude there. 
And I don't know if you know anything about Asian people, but working at a casino, I, I realize that fucking Asian people in general. God damn, bro, really? Are you that thirsty? Exactly. Um, Asian people in general, it doesn't matter where they're from, they love gambling. Gambling is like fucking, how would it be the equivalent in America? I guess doing drugs or something like it's just something you do like either you like it or you don't but you've done it at least once Asians love gambling they're all about it it's like part of the culture or some shit and this dude is all about it I tried to give him 20 bucks when he was like down to like eight dollars I was like hey man here's 20 bucks like give me like five bucks back so 15 bucks I was gonna give him nah bruh back Americanized he was but uh he reminded me and it made me laugh because I told him at one point and we became on the same team our half of the table, me, Sassy, and him, we're basically like, hey, bro, we're all Latin. Like, we're all Catholic raised. <laughs> because he's Filipino, so, and he really is. Like, I bet you his last name was like Sanchez or Ramirez or some shit. But anyway, and he was all about it. He's like, yeah. And he's all on team Latin. And uh, that's when I offer the money, but then I guess it's a disrespectful thing or something. I don't know. He got all uh, fucking upset. And then the in law of Bucks. The lady, she got all fucking bothered too. You can't fucking do this. I'm like, yeah, I can. It's my money. Like, like, <laughs> like she's winning. Like, she's just, and it's hilarious. Because to me, it's like, I'm giving the guy that you beat extra money. You should be happy because that means that's more money for you. He, especially him, he was all about gambling. Like, the whole time, he was just like, fuck yeah, dude, I want this. I'm playing. Like, all right. They continue to play. We left, or at least I left. Uh, Sassy left, I want to say, like, right after me. But, um, shit like that like what it is is or what I want to put out today at least for the moral lesson is um have fun I talked about this on the last episode like you know you gotta have a friend that you can bullshit with cool but at a party not the situation to be doing that fucking conversation shit you don't fucking get all deep and everything with somebody at a fucking party parties is a fucking celebration shit like you remember understand the situation and what's going on you don't fucking shut shit down like everybody's having fun you go hey i'm gonna have some fucking serious conversation and cry in front of you right now and talk to you about some serious shit no you don't do that you have a fucking fuck off conversation that's kind of grounded in something that's real you know and leave it at that like especially in the you find your pockets in the middle of fights not during the mcgregor fucking poirier fight but before during the burns fucking stevenson fight and um and some other fights going on, we had one-on-one conversations, and, like, they were quick, you know? Cool. But that should be what an honest conversation is. It shouldn't be, like, forever long, like TV shows where it's like, oh, I don't know, let me think about it, I'll tell you. Nah, fuck that. Real conversations are quick. You ask somebody, like, hey, man, how do you feel about this? And they're going to fucking be brutally honest with you. It might not be the answer you want, but it's going to be the answer that you deserve because they're telling you that shit. And here goes another thing. A lot of my friends, I... I I, especially the ones that I work with, like, the ones that I work with, I hit them all up, like, the ones that I'm really cool with, not just fucking everybody I work with, fuck those people, like, most people I work with, I don't care for, but the people that I work with, and you know who you are, because I hit you guys up today, at least, and I fucking sent you guys emails and shit, like, hey, what's up, you guys are what I'm talking about, you guys are the people that I genuinely have conversations with that I can go deep with, um, you're a friend to me, if, if I text you today, which is, what the fuck's, well, it's past midnight. Uh, what was yesterday's day? Saturday the 10th. Get the fuck away from me, bro. Go, 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 go. My, my daughter's dog. She's too close. Go, 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 go. 
Yeah, you're being good right now. But if I text you today, and you know who you are, uh, I text you guys back and forth because every one of you guys responded. So, um, I literally meant that. Uh, I really do feel really awkward that this whole thing is happening. Like, everything about this podcast is ridiculous to me. Like, the idea that I'm texting or I'm saying things and somehow, like, within four days, not even a week, people are like commenting on shit and they're emailing me direct like oh i thought this this that's fucking awesome i love you guys to death you guys are fucking ridiculous uh, the idea of you guys even commenting on my shit and even listening to it is beyond belief to me so that that idea alone is awesome but then on top of that like i said i'm, I'm gonna point out shit to me and today is hanging around with drunk people <laughs> um my boy Shiesty was there. Um, he was he was uh, really appreciative. I showed him that um, you guys really love the COVID talk with the teacher, and Shiesty was one of the fucking guests on there for like at least half an hour. I want to say at least 25 minutes, but like, let's just say half an hour. And he, and he asked the fucking teacher like a lot of questions. He's like, "Hey man, this is what I'm doing as a coach, and this is what I'm doing as a teacher, or fucking mentor to these kids and shit during COVID." What should we be doing? And this is California, which it turns out we just got voted on. Or we didn't vote, actually. Never mind. It just got decided by our high-ups and elites that um, even though COVID's over and everything, California's going to require kids that are under 12 years old because they're not vaccinated, or at least they can't be, to uh, wear masks while they're in school. And it sucks, dude. Don't get me wrong. Like, I really, really, really hate this shit. I'm just lucky that my daughter is only two, so she's not in school yet. She's in preschool. I say school all the time on this podcast because that's what it is to me. She's in school. She fucking learns a lot of shit. She comes home every day and says some weird shit to me. I'm like, fuck yeah, let's fucking look that shit up. I show her fucking videos on my phone when she's all like, whales are the biggest mammals. And I'm like, fuck yeah, they are. And I show her a fucking video. I don't say fuck yeah. I just like look at her. Like my attitude is fuck yeah. But my bio or my actual verbiage is like, oh yeah, really? Let's see. And I'll just type in biggest whale and then like footage. And I'll look up weird videos on YouTube where like they're splashing. You know, whale watch type videos where like they jump up in the air and they splash. She loves that shit. I fucking, I watch it on my phone at least once to approve of it myself, you know? And then I'll fucking go onto the TV and put the YouTube on there and fucking my history and I'll just watch whatever video I approved of last and then, oh dude it's the best dude she loves that shit but don't get me wrong at the same time she loves like fucking Disney movies and everything else like right now the big one is uh, Black Black Widow I don't know if she's seen it yet I'm pretty sure she has but my wife's just being fucking nice being like oh your dad wanted to see it with her so and she hasn't seen it yet and I'm like yeah I'm pretty sure your fucking mom and grandma fucking bought it for her your sister bought it for her on Disney Plus paid like 30 bucks or whatever the fuck it is I don't know and they, she's seen it, you know, so I'm hoping, because my daughter's really, really good in theaters, so is my son, it's crazy, like, he's on the cheese, they're breastfed, which, I mean, anybody listening that's gonna think about having kids, breastfeed your kids, it, like, I'm not saying, like, do that or else, no, if you can, and if you're a lady, you know, if you're the guy in the situation, if your lady can, the mom, dude, encourage her, do all you fucking can to do that shit, big time fucking difference between a fucking breastfed kid and a fucking uh, formula kid 
big time difference. It's like eating fast food next to home cooked meals. It's that fucking different. Like no joke. Especially like I said, the majority of these people that listen to my podcast are foreign. You guys are all home cooked meals, probably. Like maybe a few of you guys live in like the big major cities where they have like fucking franchise American kind of shit. You know, fuck that. But the rest of you guys, like you guys are different, and you guys are different for a reason. You guys are better than us. And as much as I like to say that, you know, America's better. Yeah, America's better on paper. <laughs> That's all I have to say. I've been in other countries. I've been in Europe. I've been to fucking, um, where else have I been? I've been in the UK, most of Western, a little bit of Eastern Europe, um, and Mexico, but that's, that's barely another country. It's the same continent. To me, I've been in Canada. I've been to Seattle, Washington, and Oregon, Utah, Omaha, uh, Idaho, Ohio, Illinois, Texas, Nebraska barely. Nebraska's pretty cool actually. Like the part that we went through, it was boring as fuck, but then we went to this random ass town, I forget where, and it was pretty cool. So, I mean, there's parts of everywhere that's great. But I mean, you need to travel. Go travel. Really. Uh, I mean, I mean that sincerely. Like, and when I found out how big the UK is to the rest of the United States, it's like four fucking states at best. Like, that's like in space, not in actual like occupancy. In actual occupancy, fucking the UK is like nothing. The UK is like Connecticut and fucking <laughs> like uh, what the fuck's that stupid ass state? Massachusetts or some shit. It's like those two states put together. So what I'm trying to say is, if you're at a party and shit gets awkward, I mean. Just relax. As much as, like, this is my end. Anxiety hits me really hard. And the first thoughts I always think of is, like, everybody's judging me. Like, whenever there's silence, that's what I always think about. I'm always like, fuck, man, people are judging me. As much as, like, I'm over here trying to be funny and, like, stretch out whatever somebody else said and make it a conversation, everybody else is doing the same thing, but, like, fuck you type shit. And that's how I've always thought and I mean I gotten over it now cause it's weird dude when I go to places now people are like oh hey look how you are like they, they compliment me on my style and shit or on the, on the clothes I wear and and it's funny because instinctly my I, my initial fucking comment is always like to downsize it like oh you mean this piece of shit I'm just wearing some fuck off shoes I always downsize myself it's hilarious because Especially today, like today I got some fucking comments from not just people that know me, but some fucking randoms. They're like, oh, that's really nice. I like what you're wearing. And I was just like, oh, yeah. Fucking, if I was single, I'd be fucking trying to fucking rape their mouth and shit. Like, uh, okay, I say rape, but I mean, legit, like, I'm just gonna fuck the shit out of their mouth after they say it's okay. Like, that's what I mean by rape. I don't mean rape in the sense of, like, you know, I'm fucking against their will. Nah, fuck that, dude. I've, I've always fucking... I'm the guy that lets a girl fucking pull my pants down and my underwear before she puts my dick in her mouth. I'm not the guy that fucking whips it out and be like, what are we going to do with this? Nah, dude, I've never been that cool. <laughs> I've never been that confident. I still ain't. Even with my wife now, I'm never all like, suck my dick. I'm always like, hey, now that you're making out my chest and shit and, and uh, licking my belly button, you want to suck some dick? Like, you know, like, I don't say that, but I, I throw the attitude out. You know, I fucking pull down my underwear and shit and fucking slap her not on purpose, but I mean, you know, flip my dick up, that way, like, my hard cock fucking slams up against her chin or something when she's, like, biting my fucking abs or, like, right below my belly button, you know, like, just let it slap her, and then she's like, oh, and then she instinctly just goes for it, this is the best, dude, I, I don't know, 
head to, to me is like still one of the greatest things ever. Um, oh shit, they're playing Tupac now. Straight up from Mexican music, Tupac. That's how SoCal is. That's how we all are. <laughs> I laugh, but I mean, no joke. I'd probably play some fucking like Goombias and then fucking go to Tupac or some fucking Biggie. Yeah, they're not that American. They're only playing Tupac. But, uh, yeah, um, I, like I said, I had a good time, man. It was fucking awesome. All the booze and dudes were there. Um, Johnny Martin was there for a while. He, uh, he was all about fucking just, he was, he was just literally like your best friend. If he was in the Goonies, he would have been data. He was a guy, I was just like, hey man, everything you're saying is cool, fucking check this out. Like, he was all about it. And I, and I love Martin for that. As much as he thinks, like, I rag on him all the time and stuff, I'm, I'm ragging on him because he fucking literally gives me the most open doors. He, he fucking goes, hey, anybody want to make fun of this? That's how he is when he talks. And that's the only reason why I jump on it. Like, I guess I'm the quickest or something. But it has nothing to do with hatred. I love that dude to death. He's fucking awesome, man. Uh, I'm super happy that, like, his life turned out the way it did. He's fucking ridiculously happily married with multiple kids and shit. He's my life ahead of me. Like, that's what's so cool about him. I love that shit. And his wife fucking lets him do his thing. Like, he's all about movies and art and shit. I wish I had that. It's just... In my head, I just, like, drop everything for my kids. As soon as my kids are born, I'm like, yeah, fuck my life. He he still is like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking go for my dream. And that, I, is admirable as fuck, dude. And I really, really do look up to it. I, this is, has nothing to do with, like, I'm not hanging shit or anything. I really do admire him and his ability to do that. I don't know if his dick is just that awesome and he shuts his fucking wife up or something. Or he's just like, hey, fucking shut up. This is my life. <laughs> I have no idea. But whatever he's doing or does, it's ridiculous. And, like, he he's living that life. And I, and I love the idea of that. Then uh, we got DK Murphy. DK Murphy today was literally, like, the fucking uh, sidekick or something. But I don't mean that in a shitty way of, like, oh, yeah, fucking, he needed you before you. No. He was literally like, hey, what you're just saying? Even better. Check this out. Like, he was all about it. And, I mean, I love DK because of that. DK, to me, is one of the most honest people I know. I could ask him a question, and he might think that his answer is a joke. Or, like, oh, I'm just saying this to be funny. But, no, that's his answer. And he genuinely means that. And, I, and, I mean, that's awesome. I, I love the idea of that, you know what I mean? Like, parts of me wish I could be like that all the time, but... I don't know what it is, but, I mean, he's uh, he's our single guy out of the group, ladies, hit him up, fucking, uh, I think it's like Lucky Joe, Euclid or some shit, Fet Life, his dick's out there somewhere, I don't know, it's fucking her dick, but, uh, yeah, he's all about it, he will make you happy, uh, even if you don't like him, you will go home happy, in the end, you'll be like, you know what, I came, so it's all good, lady-wise, I mean, he says he's uh, heteroflexible, but I don't think he understands what the real term means. Heteroflexible means like every so often he's a fucking dude, <laughs> but they're always the one that fucks. So I don't think he knows what he meant when he said, I'm heteroflexible. I don't give a fuck when there's a guy in the room. Yeah, no straight guy does. If anything, it just makes you last longer. I remember like me and my ex before, like I was fucking the shit out of her. Dude, it was awesome. It was like maybe the second or third time we had sex and we're out and about at like a party. So I'm drunk, so even whiskey dick. So I'm gonna last like you know another 20 minutes on top of it. Her ex-boyfriend, who I met, opened the door wide as fuck while we're fucking. She's riding my dick, you know, fucking full on genuine pony style and shit. 
She's on top. She full on has a full fledged conversation with this motherfucker. Oh shit, listen to the song. I lost my virginity in this song at 12 years old. When I let you last night, baby. I did. And it was to a 14 year old when I was 12. It was awesome. Um, anywho, uh, yeah, uh, DK Murphy, he's not, as much as his stories sound like out the wall shit, I've met these people, (laughs) they exist, shit is true, his stories are legit, he's not lying, he gains nothing from his lies, at all, he literally has had sex with that many women, a hundred plus 12 or 20 or some shit by this point. Fourth of July, I'm thinking it's like 125 or some shit. He's had like a quarter of a fucking million, you know? So, yeah. I don't know. Quarter of a million would be 12 or 250. Anyway, awesome guy. Then, they're sassy. Me and him hit it off the most and like, at first, you know, he was entertaining just like me. You know, we're all about the crowd, you know? My... Uh, meaning behind it is probably different than his. Like I said, mine's more of like anxious type shit. You know, I'm just trying to be cool with everybody and like let's say hi to everybody. He walks in and just owns a fucking room, man. Anybody looking for a fucking actor that just can just like read the dumbest shit or whatever. He Sassy can fucking make your lines important whether or not they're supposed to be or not. His attitude and his presence alone is just fucking it's ridiculously strong. I mean, I, I've, ah, dude, so many times I've, I've written things with him in mind where I'm just like, if anybody can do it, it's gonna be him. Duh. Dude, he is fucking ridiculous. Um, still is. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's cool to know that he's on my level the whole, like, he's in between me and my kids right now. His kid's like a year and a half, and my kids are two and a half and, uh, three months old. So his kid's in the middle of that, and it's kind of really cool because we get to talk about that shit, like all the little stuff, on top of the other shit, the shit that most people, I guess, don't want to talk about, which is like, hey, man, being a dad's kind of weird, right? Like, I want to kind of have my own time on top of, like, I'm supposed to be this awesome dad type shit, and he's all about it, dude. Like, me and him could bullshit about anything. I love that dude to death, and um, we talked about or we... I talked about it on the last episode where I was like, oh man, it kind of sucked that he didn't understand my whole satire thing. We talked about that today in person, and um, it wasn't that he was bothered by it, it was just more like he pointed out. He was like, hey dude, why did you say that? And uh, we talked about it, and what he meant the day that I was all like, hey man, these people were saying that I'm racist on booze and dudes. He laughed and meant, yeah, you are. That's what he said. And I mean, I said that on the first time when I was like reciting this. But what he meant was, yeah, with boozing dudes, I took it as I'm racist all the fucking time, like or something. I don't know. I just took it a different way. And when he said, "Yeah, dude, of course," it really hit me, and it kind of bothered me at the time. And I pointed it out on the last episode, and um, I just, I just love that like he could point it out. Like he said, "Dude." I'm pretty sure if there's anybody else in the booze and dudes, they would have just like rolled with it, you know. But Sassy's that guy. Like, as much as you guys may think anything, whatever you guys think about him, he is genuine as fuck. He everything he says is legit. He means what he says when he says it, and that's why I love that dude to death, man. He he is literally a brother from another mother to me. 
Like, I don't like to say that word cause, or that phrase because it just sounds fucking retarded. Oh, brother from another mother. Like, it sounds like your dad's a piece of shit that just fucking spread his seed everywhere. And that's why I don't like that. Especially coming from our point. Because, I mean, my dad did spread his seed, you know. He was married twice. And, I mean, his dad supposedly spread his seed quite a bunch. So, when it comes to us, like, in my head, I'm like, yeah, it's fucking bullshit, dude. Like, it's above and beyond that. Like, I really genuinely care about that guy. He's fucking awesome. I love that dude to death. I fucking, like, when we leave, uh, Booze and Dude Studio... I, it's not that I really worry, but I, I do have a genuine thought about him. Like, dude, I hope he gets home safe, you know? Because I know him and his wife and his fucking kid. Like, I know that he, he loves that, dude. That's, that's his life. And, and it's the same with me. Like, when I'm away from my wife and kids, it's not that I'm like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah, dude, finally. It's not that. It's just that I do need a release. I do need a getaway. And everybody needs that, you know what I mean? Like, you need, fuck, Bo. <laughs> my daughter's dog is just running back and forth in our yard with the fucking squeaky toy in her mouth. So if you hear it, that's what it is. Um, oh, she bounced a little bit. But yeah, I mean that. Like, he is a fucking genuine friend, man. I could, I can genuinely talk to him. Of all the booze and dudes, he is a guy that I can fucking talk to about anything and everything. And I mean, I love him to death for that. Like, we've had the most introspective conversations, the fucking most like. Uh, what else? Uh, the fuck is a goddamn word? It's not introspective. It's like um, uh, this song behind me is a distraction. But yeah, like we've we've had the deepest conversations and shit, like and I just love that. And like I said, this whole conversation or this whole episode is about not just having a friend because that was last episode. You know what I mean? But. This episode was more like, what do you do in an awkward situation where you have, like, a fucking bunch of your friends together? Like, I said, Bucks is the most social fucking person out of all of us. Bucks can fucking walk up to a stranger, whether or not he likes him or not, and become friends with that guy. Or girl. That's Bucks. I'm, on the other hand, you need to be, like, on a certain level with me. We need to have, I need to either, you need to make me laugh, I need to fucking, like, point something out to you that you accept or something like there there's catches to my stuff like i don't it's a fucked up joke but i always say that i'm all i'm all friend up i don't want any more friends i don't really like the amount of friends that i do have and that's not like uh fucking like try for my friends i love my friends all my friends are fucking amazing i'm surprised i have more than five <laughs> i guess <laughs> <laughs> it sounds fucked up and it sounds fucking funny, but no joke. I am super surprised that I have more than five friends. Like I don't understand that. And I'm I'm surprised that all of them are not my family. Like my family should be my friends because they accept me for who I am. You know what I mean? And they they've known me this whole way the whole time. But no, that's not the case. I have genuine friends that I can fucking like. My wife doesn't get along with all my friends, but that's just kind of cool. Like I said, like I have my own friends. She has her own life, and I love the idea of that. But um. I said socially awkward people. Oh shit. That's like the clearest sounding song. Fucking hey man, those people are legit. Like I said, after the counter fight, shit. They got a slide and everything, like it's not even that hot today. It was like maybe ninety. So they, they rented ahead, I guess. They bought one of those fucking water slides and shit for their kids. They're they're cool people. I just hate their fucking dicks in the sense of that. I mean, they play stupid shit all day long. This is some shitty ass music. I'm sorry. Um, 
Oh, never mind. This song is it. Fuck yeah, do you CCR? Fucking awesome. Anywho. Yeah, so this episode started off with Wonder Wolf. And it was my hatred for that song. And the people that requested that. But reality, the whole episode is really about going to parties and being antisocial. Like I said, I'm an antisocial person. As much as I love to talk to people, I really don't like to talk to people. <laughs> I mean, that sounds really weird, like an oxymoron and everything. But I only like to talk to people... A, to point out their stupidity, which is really horrible to say, you know, like, the majority of people, when you talk to them, they're just, like, retarded <laughs> about conversations. I don't mean they're retarded in general, like, no, I get past the SAT or something. I mean they're retarded when you're like, yeah, no, right, huh? And they're like, what do you mean? Like, I hate shit like that. If they're a female, I mean, I've been, I've taken advantage of situations and that shit. I've been inside some of those girls, and they're amazing, but otherwise... Ah, man, it so sounds so fucked up, but they're of no use to me. And it's funny, because I never had rape charges, and I still talk to these people, so they're cool. So, that's not the case. But, what I mean to say is, for those people that are socially awkward like me, and, like, really anxious all the time in groups, where, like, you're always thinking, like, oh, yeah, fucking everybody's judging me, and I don't want to say anything stupid or do anything stupid. It happens, man. Um, at least in my situation with the boozing dudes, there's alcohol involved. So, I mean, eventually everybody gets on the same level, you know, where I'm really awkward the whole time. Once I start drinking, I just forget about it. I kind of, like, let it go. It's, like, the cheapest version of zenning out, you know. Or, like, meditating. I just forget about everything else. But what's... Oh, but what's being said in front of me or what's being presented to me. And, um... That's what life's about. I mean, you you have to learn how to live in the moment. And um, the fun times are the best times to learn that because it's really, really, really easy to dwell on shit when shit is bad. You know, like, when I've been sad and shit, I, I think about the worst shit in general. And nobody ever tells you to do that reverse. Like, when you're having a good time, like, dwell on it. Don't just fucking go, oh, cool, everything's happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, dwell on that shit. Like, in the middle of conversations, like I said, we were watching the fights. So in the middle of conversations, we're like, fuck it, da-da-da-da, this is going to happen, da-da-da. And everything's cool, and the fight starts, and all of us shut up, we're just watching the fight. It could be like a minute and a half, two minutes, but a complete silence where, like, just your thoughts are gone. Like, you don't worry about anybody else, and you don't think about anything. That can be some of the best fucking times in the world because in reality, all that's happening is you and your friend or friends, in my case, this last, like, tonight, everything's going smooth. Like, it's a fucking beautiful, perfect night. Like, you're just having fun. You and your friends are fucking hanging out. You know, all your bills are paid. You deserve it. Hey, stop. Bo! Stop. My daughter's dog's playing with her ball. Yeah, I mean, like, you deserved it. You know that. You earned this night. You're allowed to do these things. Do it. Enjoy it. And, like, take it all in. Because, I mean, moments like that are what matters. As much as everybody likes to talk about, like, the extreme versions of shit, like the ups and downs, fuck that, man. The middle's the shit. The middle's where it's at. If you can have everyday little moments and shit like that that are just awesome, that's the best, dude. It makes 
the rest of the time all better like like I said there's so many songs and like books and art about it the little things are what matters if you add all the little things together they're way more than the major things I said we're betting money on fucking fights like a dollar a fight and the main events like five to twenty bucks it didn't fucking matter dude like my buddy bucks fucking paid for the whole fucking pay-per-view it was like what 80 bucks or 70 bucks I don't know, who fucking cares I didn't spend it half that and I still had fun I still went over there I drank my beers he made me fucking Long Island iced teas it was fucking great I had a fucking great time and I would trade it for nothing like even the worst times where I was there like when I was still sober and I was just like oh man fuck these people are judging me it's still worth it all that little bullshit goes away in 20 minutes it's just people that dwell on shit that fucking fuck everything up just don't dwell on things that's that's my whole point I get it I'm anxious all the time fucking time but don't dwell on it you eventually need to fucking absorb and like take in all the good whatever it is even if it's a little shit like if some fucking random dude or girl while you're talking shit says a joke take that shit in and go fuck yeah that girl gets it or that guy gets it and appreciate that shit because that's what it's all about it doesn't matter that fucking like the rest of the day it sucked or you were worried about what was going to happen just take it in and like appreciate that good time because that's all that life's about I mean as much as people tell me all the time they're like wow you look way younger for fucking your age I'm like yeah I'm 37 you know but what do you want me to do you want me to act like a 40 year old I don't get it like 37 is a weird number like what, what should I be doing nah dude fucking like you're running around a lot you do fucking cartwheels and fucking backflips and shit like yeah (laughs) not like constantly but I can do them and I I I try to do them like I said I'm just trying to keep my kids man I think I have my kids way too late but I can't change that and that's the joke whenever people are always like oh I wish I could do this different why you can't it already happened just fucking live for tomorrow dude like today's gonna be tonight you know what I mean? Like, it's going to be what it is. Like, if you're a hedonist at night, then fucking take it to the extreme. But, I mean, the next day you can always change it. You can always be different. You can always do something else. So don't ever feel like just because you you think you're a certain way, that's how you are. Tomorrow, meet like 10 strangers and fucking act completely different. It, that's all they're going to know of you. You know? Like, just let it go. It doesn't fucking matter. No one gives a fuck as much as you give a fuck. You care about yourself and your own life more than anybody else does. It sounds so bad to say, even when you're suicidal. Like I've known people that kill themselves, like successfully, not fucking attempted. But I know people that are like, you know what, dude, it doesn't matter. Like my sister, my mom, like are the only reason why I'm sad. But they're gonna go away this time, so they can't stop me. And I'm gonna do, dude. Like they still have that thought, you know. All the little things matter that's think about that you want to kill yourself which means what like you don't give a fuck about nothing right but yet at the same time they're like oh i don't want to kill myself today because my mom's gonna be there or my sister or my brother's gonna be like the idea that that little thing stopped them from doing anything that's all it takes is one little fucking thing to stop everything one little thing to change everything i've had shitty ass fucking my ex-girlfriend in high school broke up with me in front of her fucking friends and i felt like shit i fucking walked home pretty much all sad and my cousin who I used to walk home with every day wasn't there right like so like think about it this way like last period you know fucking I'm gonna go meet my cousin like I always do to go walk home with him and when I walk over there my girlfriend who I at least 
you know, I thought I was still with at the time, meets me at this spot with four of her fucking friends. She's like, hey, can I talk to you? And I was like, yeah, what's up? Thinking nothing of it, you know, I gave her a hug and everything, tried to give her a kiss, and she kind of leaned over. This is my sophomore year, her freshman year. So, you know, I'm 14 or 15, and she's fucking 13, 14. And uh, so I go to give her a hug and a kiss, and she just kind of fucking tilts her head. And um, I'm all, what's going on? And she goes, I need to talk to you. And, oh, dude, immediately I already knew. I was like, oh, this sucks. I didn't say that, but I was just like, ugh. And she's like, yeah, um, you've been acting a lot different lately and all this shit. And I don't know. I think we need some space. And, dude, I got so fucking pissed. The whole time she's saying this, I'm not even listening. I'm just, like, hearing key parts, like, keywords, like, don't care. You need to change shit. Like, I'm just hearing those things. And I'm like, fuck. And it hit me. I was like, you know what? Fuck this. Like, I, I literally just gave up that day. While she's talking to me, I walked away while she was dumbing me. And I went out front of the school where, like, you know, in front of the office and everything, the fucking uh, principal's office and everything, in the front of the building. And uh, a bunch of people get picked up there. And there's this girl reading a book. And uh, I don't know what compelled me to do it. Like I said, I'm, that's not me. I'm not that guy. I'm not that guy who's like, hey, lady. I've never been that guy. But th- this day, I, I hit her up. I was like, hey, um, what's that you're reading? She fucking responded back to me right away. I talked to her, I scooted over next to her, we got really close to where like our our elbows were touching and shit, I just kept talking to her, we hit it off really good, dude, she laughed while I was talking, like, that alone, like, just got me, like, all into her, I was like, oh, this is fucking awesome, like, she's into my humor and everything, little shit like that, like, I would have never thought, the moment that I walked to go see my cousin, and I saw my, my girlfriend at the time, future, or like, ten minutes later, ex-girlfriend, explain to me all this shit I would have never thought that not even 15 to 20 minutes later I'd be meeting another girl and like hitting it off perfect and me and that girl dated for I want to say like three months four months maybe of high school which is a big deal back then you know high school is only what eight months nine months long so I had the school year me and this girl hit it off and we're great dude she was amazing um, she taught me a lot she um she got me to give a fuck about people. She was just amazing. I, uh, I wouldn't say she's my first love, but she was my first lust where I actually genuinely cared about her, not just myself and how I felt. I really genuinely wanted to make her happy. Um, and shit like that happens, you know? Like, it's the little things that count. Like I said, like, don't think that just because your day started off shitty, it's gonna end shitty. Ever. Don't ever think that. Fuck that. You're in control of your world. Fuck destiny. Destiny doesn't exist. I hate the fucking word. I hate the idea of it. It's fucking garbage. I'm not a religious person, but I mean, besides that, destiny just sounds fucking shitty. Destiny sounds like no matter what, you're, if you're going to react and do something stupid, you were supposed to do that. That's fucking bullshit. Because half the time that I do dumb shit, I thought it through already. And I'm like, eh, what if I don't do it? Like, so the idea that like destiny exists, fuck that. That's fucking garbage. Just let shit happen and fucking have fun, you know? Like, I I love being with my buddies. I love when we're all together and we're just having fun. Alcohol adds to it, don't get me wrong. It's what's recording this podcast right now, but I mean, it's amazing. And, um, yeah. <laughs> like I said, the last episode was about getting a friend. This one's about, like, appreciating that friend and not taking advantage of it, but using that friend for what it's worth, you know, like, fucking, if you trust somebody, then fucking 
tell somebody this your shit. Like, let everything out, you know? Not all at once. Don't be a fucking asshole and be like, oh, man, fucking, I'm thinking about coming. Nah, dude. Fucking, that's like, <laughs> fucking multiple conversations in, you know? You gotta build that shit. But, like I said, every little thing counts. And the little shit that matters is all the little stuff that where you're like, you're talking to somebody and shit just goes by and they're like, yeah, dude, me too. When you hear a friend or somebody you genuinely care about or or you think about like as an equal, you know, a peer, and you hear them say, yeah, me too, I feel that way too, that shit just like releases all the stress away from you so easily. It's like, oh, dude, somebody else feels this way? And, ah, dude, I don't don't know how to say it. Like, it's just, it's like the best weight lift ever. Like, you're just like, oh, fuck, I've been stressing over this for so long. And somebody just told me, yeah, dude, it happens. Like, especially when they fucking just throw it away, like, casual. Like, oh, yeah, dude, yeah, I know what you mean. And, like, you look at them like, I don't think you do. And and they explain to you, like, yeah, dude, me and my ex, this, this, and this. Or, like, I had this with my family member, and, like, I love them so much, and they just fucking burned me. Like, shit like that. Like, you're just like, oh, fuck, dude, you completely understand what I'm saying. Little shit like that, like, I don't know. It, it's just, it's a big deal. And I don't think people appreciate it enough. The idea that, like, shit, life isn't easy. It's not supposed to be. Um... One of the greatest ways I've ever heard it, or greatest terms, or whatever, fuck, sociologist, fucking, um, well, no, what is he, psychologist, of fucking something, Jordan B. Peterson, great guy, just look up his name, Jordan B. Peterson, he wrote uh, 12 Rules to Live By and 12 More Rules, fucking amazing, he basically talked about, um, and I'm, not, I'm an atheist, like I said, so it still hit me. He goes, if you're going to learn anything from Christianity, it's that we all have a Christ, uh, cross to burden and to carry. It's just, what are you going to do with it? Are you going to fucking let that shit, that weight hold you down and be your excuse for being a failure? Or are you going to fucking carry that cross and show that you have more to you? You know, like your life means more than just the one mistake or the one thing that the world shames you for. And, I mean, I, fuck. Especially nowadays, you know? Like, I've done so many fucking shameful acts that, like, on paper I should be a piece of shit, you know? Like, if you just read that and don't think about anything else or, like, the outcomes of those situations. But on paper, most of the situations I've done, I'm a fucking horrible person. And I think that about myself all the fucking time. So it's not like, oh, no, I'm way better. No, I truly believe everything if anybody says anything negative about me like a lot of the criticisms I got in the emails where people were like oh you have ADD and you can't stick to one subject totally true <laughs> I don't know if I have ADD I haven't been fucking diagnosed but I'm pretty sure I have something wrong with me I always thought I was a functional autistic because like I'm able to you know focus on multiple things at once and go back to them and it's not a big deal to me to talk about 10 subjects and go back back and forth between all of them even though they have no relation I always thought that, but, I mean, I, don't, I have no idea. I don't give a fuck what it is. I just know that I'm different, and I'm not, like, the majority of people around me. And it's not a bad thing. I mean, the majority of people around me accept me for who I am, and, I mean, they, they're they totally fine with it, so, yay. <laughs> I said, I'm, I'm, I'm more drunk than anything today, so, that's uh, probably why this episode is how long. Uh, oh no! Oh shit! Fifty up, fifty minutes. Fucking name, man. All right, well, let's end it with that. Um, yeah.
you know, just fucking appreciate those little moments, the best ones of times, and, and don't worry too much about the awkwardness. Go out, go meet people, not just your friends, go hang out with their friends too, and be social, be social. Don't jump all over the conversation and try to fucking overtake it. That's your friend's fucking friends, you know? Like, just be that awkward guy that's like, oh, he's kind of funny. Or whatever. Like, let one or two of them accept you. You don't need to fucking win the crowd. And uh, with that, I guess we're off. What the fuck's the name of the song I'm going to play? It was Wonderwall Bullshit. What the fuck sounds cool now? Oh, fuck yeah. So, yeah. I hate, um, Oasis. And the only people that hate Oasis more than me are probably Blur. So I decided to play the most obscure Blur song I could possibly find. And it's brilliant because I love this song. Especially. This album was pretty cool, but not my fave. But um, still a great album. Uh, and uh, the best song on it is probably Battery My Leg. But that's not the song we're going to play. So we'll see what's going on and uh, we'll just fuck with it that way. Alright, you guys. Thanks for listening and everything. Um, have fun. What is it? It's July. It's barely even. So, I mean, if it's summertime for you guys. It's barely getting there. You know, August is the worst. So, uh, yeah. Just keep it cool and shit. And, uh, yeah. I mean, like I said, I do this for you guys more than anything. I mean, I'm just talking out of my ass most of the time and saying the way I feel. Oh, sounds like there's a fight going on. <laughs> That's the one negative about alcohol. So don't get that way, you know. Don't be stupid. Uh, here we go. It's gonna be Jets from Blur. One of the best fucking songs ever. Yeah.